Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen. And today we are taking a plunge into cold plunges and to saunas and taking hot baths and what Ayurveda says about this topic. So this topic came to me, uh, one of my uh, business coaches, Shante Cofield, the movement maestro, uh, she had said she was going to share her own experience. And I sent her a DM telling her this is a perfect topic for me to share an Ayurvedic perspective on because I haven't seen too many. Um, when I'm kind of looking through social media, I do see a lot of posts about people doing cold plunges or, you know, hopping into lakes and here in Minnesota, you know, it's very cold if you're going to hop in the lake, but I, I do have people locally who I see do this and talk about it. You know, I've even had a guest on the podcast, share his experience, um, you know, Chuck Turner, and he shared about, that was one of his challenges. I think his weekly challenge was to finish, um, with a cold shower, you know, for at least a minute. So I wanted to share the Ayurvedic take on that. And what that might look like, not only from um, what I Googled, because sometimes what I find is there's a lot of opinions about it and the practitioners can justify their way, whether they like it or not. So let's say I'm really set on loving cold plunges. Well, I'm going to spin Ayurveda to make sure it tells me why they're good to do and vice versa. Now, there's not really a spinning to say that they don't like it because spoiler alert, not a big fan of cold plunges. Ayurveda is not in the winter months. So we'll share about why, but that's kind of what I'm seeing online is people will kind of spin Ayurveda on its head a little bit to make it fit into what they believe is right for them. Um, which is totally fine. That is not to say that you can't do one, but it's just to say, if you're going to encourage other people, if you're going to say, this is why Ayurveda says, okay, that's not necessarily the truth, you know? It might be okay for you, but it's not maybe okay in general for every body, which is what Ayurveda is at its core. It's a specific medicine that is, it's not going to be across the board great for everyone. So for every Vata, this might not be the protocol. You could be a Vata listening and get away with cold plunges. You could also be the Vata listening who cold plunges could be just awful for you. So when I did, I looked straight to the Ayurvedic text, one of the um, ancient Ayurvedic texts, the Ashtanga Hridyam, just to kind of um, look at what they said on these topics, because this is actually where Ayurveda originated. If you go back to these ancient texts, they have all the answers. They, this is where we should be pulling our information about Ayurveda from, um, and then updating it if need be. But they have some of the practices in here that you would be surprised that are now kind of relevant to, in today's world but they are maybe called things that are a little bit different. So like saunas, for example, they have practices about sauna in the ancient text. They just called them gent gentkas. And now we call them saunas. So that's just kind of um, a little, a little tidbit when you're pulling from these texts. And I wouldn't recommend getting an ancient text. If you're brand new to Ayurveda, I would say after you've maybe explored it for a few years, then maybe dive into the text because there's a lot of Sanskrit and they will translate it. And there are better translations than others for people to start with. Um, so if you are interested, send me a DM and I can I can send you the two authors that I really like that break down Ayurveda, um, the ancient world of it in an easy to digest manner. Otherwise, just listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's my goal is I'm trying to digest this for you. So you can kind of just funnel out like, okay, this is what the texts are saying. So all that intro to say, let's dive in. <clears throat> so during this extreme winter, which is right now, late winter season, um, taking a cold bath and a cold plunge can deplete both the kapha and the vata doshas. 
um, due to both of them having cold as one of their qualities, so one of their gunas. Now, cold plunges can also cause or worsen respiratory problems, such as a cold, a cough, or asthma. So if you take a cold plunge and you're already kind of maybe just feeling like you're getting sick, you're probably going to make it worse. Because remember, in Ayurveda, like increases like and opposites heal. Now, on the flip side, let's take a look at the summer. So during the summer months, what dosha is predominant is the pitta. And so if you're taking a hot bath or a sauna during those hot summer pitta months, you're going to deplete your blood tissue. You're going to deplete the pitta dosha in the body, which can lead to bleeding disorders, dizziness, and digestion issues, according to the ancient text. So overall, when you're looking at cold plunges, it really can be dosha specific. So when we look at the three doshas, which one do you think is probably going to do better with a cold plunge? You probably already guessed it. That pitta, the pitta is going to be better suited for a cold plunge versus the kapha and vata dosha by nature, who are going to be better suited for those warmer baths and saunas. So from my own personal experience, I am a pitta, but I'm not going to take a cold plunge. That's not something I enjoy. I would rather take a hot bath. I'd rather go into the sauna. Now I say that only in the winter months, because once it comes summer, that's too hot for my, my pitta needs. But during the winter, I do love to have that warmth. I do not have any excitement or enjoyment in doing a cold plunge. I kind of did one by accident in September. Um, we all kind of, we went skinny dipping in a lake at Sarah Jake's retreat and it was cold. Like it was very cold in different pockets. Like I went to the warm pockets uh, because it, I do not do well with that is what I found. I just sat there and just shivered and shivered and shivered. So that was not enjoyable for me. Now, other people, you know, actually most people who did, who did this, most of us found it very cold and very just like, woo, to our nervous system. Now, did we feel great after? Sure, because it was like an 80 degree day. So when we got out, it was nice and warm again. But that is to say, um, you know, you have to try it for yourself to see is how does my nervous system react to this? Do I go into fight or flight? Am I able to settle myself down? Um, if you're kind of hyperventilating and um, just hating it, not going to be beneficial to you. So let's see what some of the other, um, you know, what some of the other positives are about um, cold plunges, according to the research that I did. So benefits of a cold plunge, improved immune system, though universally from all of the people that I researched and text, they agreed if you're getting sick, skip the cold plunge. It helps stimulate production of brown fat. It prevents aging, reverses type two diabetes, reduces inflammation, provides pain relief, improves mood and fights depression. Now, um, those are some of the possible benefits of it. Now, the negative side of cold plunges, jumping straight from a, maybe if you were in a hot therapy, because this is also something that is practiced, um, to a cold plunge can trigger a cardiac arrest. So even healthy people. So that means, um, I will say an example of this that I actually saw here, gosh, this would have been probably 10 years ago. We were at a hot yoga class, which if you listen now, you know, I do not do hot yoga classes. Not my thing, too hot, don't like it. But we were in this hot yoga class and we're in the middle of winter here in Minnesota. And this guy, as soon as class was done and we're just sweating profusely, he runs outside, jumps and lands in a snowbank. And he also doesn't have a shirt on. So he's just wearing his shorts, laying in a snowbank. And it was probably five degrees out. It was cold. And we're all just staring at him like, oh my gosh, because you could see kind of the heat rising up from him um, landing in the snow. 
So that is not um, great for the cardiac system and for your heart health because uh, it can trigger things. And I was thinking, and the people on staff said that too, you know, they're like, this could actually is not great. That's why we recommend to cool down and stay in the studio for a little bit before you go out in the cold here in Minnesota, because it is a shock to the system. Um, it can also cause dizziness in the body as well. So those can be some negative down um, side effects. Now, um, diving back into some more with what the Ayurvedic text says, because they not only have, you know, kind of the positives and negatives, they also give you habits, age, seasons, time of day, diseases, all of those, what is best for what. So let's dive into diseases. If you have a liver disorder, indigestion, or burning sensations, cold baths are actually going to be better than a warm bath. And this doesn't necessarily mean a cold plunge like people are doing today. Maybe it would just mean your water is a little bit colder. Respiratory allergies, cough, cold, joint pains, arthritis, they say warm baths. And then epilepsy, they say lukewarm water is best. Now, in terms of age, young children and older adults, hotter water is better. So if you're going to take that bath, the warmer water. Now, cold water baths in the early mornings are most beneficial to the body, to someone who's middle age. So that is if you are gonna take a cold water bath or a cold plunge, uh, the Ayurvedic text says those early mornings for the middle-aged group of people. So we're talking like 18 to 50, 55 is kind of what Ayurveda says is their middle ages. Seasons, again, we kind of tap back into that. Cold plunges are gonna be best in the summer months, hot water or baths in the winter months. Time of day again, morning, cold water is going to be fine. Evening, warmer water is better. And then in habits, if you sweat too much during your exercise, the cold water afterwards can be fine. So maybe, you know, you had a hard workout. You don't want to necessarily go into a sauna right away. You'd rather take a cooler shower. And then some practitioners will recommend going from an intense exercise program into a cold water bath plunge. Now that's my asterisk because we already just kind of discussed that only if the body can handle it. That would be one where you would have to go to your Ayurvedic doctor or practitioner and say, would you recommend that practice for me? Because in the text and what I found, most are going to say no. Um, so it would be a rare person who might be able to handle that. So like most answers in Ayurveda, we find it depends is usually the answer. And um, if you, if you hated it, you know, if you don't like it and it does not do well, most likely it's probably disrupting that vata dosha. Uh, if you love it, you might have more pitta in you than maybe you previously thought as well. So if you feel confused, I get it. Me too. I mean, it's, it's very much an independent science, depending on how it feels in your body. You know, Ayurveda doesn't recommend drinking ice cold water. They like it room temperature because it helps with your digestion. So then for myself, when I just kind of put that into perspective, I have a tough time understanding how you can kind of promote cold plunges then and be an Ayurvedic healer in those winter months, because that doesn't make sense. Like it really doesn't make sense if we're, we're saying, and most, I would say across the board, most practitioners agree, ice cold water, not great any time of the season, according to Ayurveda. So how can we justify promoting cold plunges in Ayurveda when that's it's doing the same thing to the body in essence of what we're not trying to do because it's going to disrupt um, digestion. So that is kind of my conclusion. 
is really the answer is going to be, it depends. And how does it make you feel? So again, if you dread it, if you're shivering, shaking, and your body never adjusts to it, it's probably not great for you because here living in Minnesota, um, you know, going outside every day is something that I practice in the winter to get my body adjusted to those temperatures. So I can go cross country skiing, um, you know, in 20 degrees or below and, uh, be okay in my light jacket and my, my padded leggings. And I usually am just fine. And the trail I go on is shaded. So I don't get a ton of sun, but my body's been adjusted to the winter months. If I decided to do that, let's say February 5th, and I haven't been outside at all, all winter, you know, besides just running to the car and to the house, I don't think my body is going to be ready for, you know, a 10 degree weather with just a light jacket on and some light leggings. I'm going to be freezing. So those are something to kind of think about too, as the body needs to adjust. And so if you're doing these cold plunges and your body's never really adjusting, probably not going to be a great practice for you. Um, and then, but if it's a ritual that you're looking forward to, your body's adjusting to that temperature, then that's a sign. Hey, this is a regular practice for me. This is something that my body enjoys. And then if you have heart issues, if you're pregnant or on your bleeding phase of your cycle, feel like you're getting sick, have asthma or an extreme Vata imbalance, then those are kind of the universally agreed upon skip the cold plunges. Now, I just want to touch base on that last one, just because I know I might have some questions. What is an extreme Vata imbalance? So an extreme Vata imbalance would be one where you're, you're constipated. So constipation is a, usually a sign of a vata, um, a vata imbalance. You might be really scattered. You might be really ungrounded. Um, you're having trouble focusing. Uh, maybe after you're in the water and you're trying, maybe you're trying this, you really have trouble, you know, coming back together afterwards. Like you might have a lot of brain fog all day long. Um, you just feel kind of out of it. That would be a sign that the vata is already pretty imbalanced. And those are not going to be a great time to practice these cold plunges. All right. And the reason for the bleeding phase um, of your cycle. So if you're like, well, usually I run warmer. So it's actually the Vata phase of the, of the menstrual cycle is during the bleeding phase. And so hopping into that cold water during that time, um, actually it constricts. If you've ever kind of done this swimming, you might see sometimes your period, you just stop bleeding when you enter the water, which we don't want in Ayurveda. We want the Panavayu flowing the down and out. So we don't want to, you know, stop it. So that's kind of one example. And the second example is it's your Vata phase of your cycle. So we don't want to increase that Vata anymore. We want the down and out. We don't want it to come up and out. All right. So hopefully that answered some questions. Um, you know, my take personally, not a fan for myself, um, probably for most people that I work with in the winter months, I'm not going to necessarily recommend them or say they're a great thing. If you love them though, and they're your thing, keep at them. Asana is going to be probably a better practice in those winter months, especially if you live in a colder weather climate, um, just to kind of find that balance for yourself. All right. So thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.